All right, let's get going. Here we go, Chavra. Today's daf is daf chaf. Let's get going. Let's get going. So we're going to pick up on daf chaf Amid Aleph. We are four lines from the top of the Amud. All right, so we're at the two dots, uh, building off of the Mishnah on the bottom of the previous daf on Yutes Amid Beis, where the Mishnah gave us a fascinating halacha, which is really adds a whole wrench to Nazirus. If you're a Nazir outside of Eretz Yisrael, and you're coming to Eretz Yisrael to bring your Karbonais, so Beishamai says you're going to have another 30 days of Stam Nazirus, even if you had a very long Nazirus prior. Beishol says you got to do the whole thing again. You did it, let's say, seven years outside Eretz Yisrael, you're going to be seven years inside Eretz Yisrael. We brought a story of Hilani Amalka, who actually became a Nazira for 21 years. Because of Beis Hillel's psak, she came to her, she was a Nazir, she was an Azira outside Eretz Yisrael for seven years. She came to bring her carbon. Beis Hillel Paskin, she should be in a Nazira for an additional seven years in Eretz Yisrael. And then on the last day of her Nazira, she became Tomei, so she had to completely restart. And she was total for 21 years. Now, Rabbi Yehuda ultimately says that, no, she was a Nazira for a total of 14 years, and we need to understand that. Where's Rabbi Yehuda coming from? When he says 14, like why would it be 14? Is it 14 exactly? Is it 14 plus 30 days? What's he saying over here? Here we go. Zok the Gemara. Four lines from the top of Chaf Omar Aleph. Maisa Hilani Amalka Vachulu. It was a story with Hilani Amalka, and then the Mishnah brings the story. Ibailahu, they asked a question searching for information. Bishanitmes. When Hilani Amalka became Tame, the Aliba de were we talking about she became Tomei, and now remember Beishamai holds that you have to restart the 30 days, okay? And that's as if it's a knas of 30 days. I do, and she became Tomei. Knows, did she, what happened when she came into Eretz Yisrael? Are we dealing with Nitmes in Rebuda's opinion? She became Tomei. And we're following Beishamai's opinion that you don't need to completely restart. You're going to have 30 days. Aidoma, Bishalaynit Mace, or we talking about where she never became Tomei, but Aliba de Basilo. And we're following Basilo's story. Now, what does this mean? Basilo's Psak. Reb Yehuda, when he says that there's going to be 14 years total, are we dealing with 14 years because she never became Tomei? Or is he saying that, no, he's following Shittas Beishamai, that you're going to go back and just have 30 additional days, not seven additional years. So the Gemara says, Tashma, come and listen. We'll try to explain what happened. Also, La'aretz, Hilani Yamaka came up to Eretz Yisrael, Vahirua Beis Hillel, and Beis Hillel paskind right away, Shetahei Nezira, Eid Shevashonim Acheres. Okay? That, she should, that she's uh, going to keep seven years right away. Even tell me where the story was where she became Tomei. And that's why, and we're going, and Rabbi Yehuda is following Beishamai's opinion. Why did he say she's here for 14 years? It should say, It should say 14 years plus 30 days. We learned the prices similarly. Rabbi Yehuda, I'm Rabbi Shem Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Yehuda says the name of Rabbi Lezer. Damar Kra says in the pasuk, "Zayis Teras Hanazir." This is the halacha of the Nazir, referring to the day that he completes his process. Hatayra Amra, the Torah says, "Ki Nitma Biyom Melois." If he becomes Tameh on the last day of his Nazirus, Tain Light Teras Nazir. We give him the halachas of a Nazir. We give him the halachas of a 
of 30 days, and we don't demand that he completely, um, he, that we, don't complain, we, we don't demand that he completely restart. Okay, beautiful. So, because of this, the bottom line is, we're saying that Rabbi Yehuda follows Shitas Beis Hillel. Here we go. Zok the Mishnah. Right in the middle of Davchof Amar Aleph, a new sugi. Misha hayu shtei kitei edim meidais aisai. Elu meidin shenazar shtayim. The elu meidin shenazar chamesh. Fascinating. A guy is now being brought to court because one set of witnesses is saying that this yid is obligated in, in two, in plural, Naziris. And then there's another set arguing on them and saying, no, he actually accepted upon himself five terms of Naziris. Okay? They're testifying that he's Mechuyiv in Naziris. He accepted upon himself what he said. What's bothering you? Rebarin's bothered by something. What's the problem? Why is, why is they giving testimony about what he said? How's this case coming up? They say, we heard you say, we heard you be become a Naziris. Yeah. That's it. So you got to you accept Naziris. You got to let your hair grow, and you got to accept. And the guy says, I don't remember ever saying something. Somebody ever tell you said something, and you don't remember? You're like, I don't recall ever saying something like that. Yeah. But if you have Adim and Abesdin, so Adim are going to have a, they're going to have a strong role. So they're walking to Abesdin, they say, hey, you know, Tendler said he's going to be a Naziris doubled over. And then another, now I'm obviously denying this. Uh-huh. Another um, uh, group of Adam come in and says, no, he said he's going to be in Naziris five times over. So I'm going to have to be in Nazir 30 days times five. They're arguing on each other. So again, You know what happens here? You know what we say to him? Nothing. Nothing happens. Is he a Nazir? Let's see close. Is he a Nazir? No. You know what this reminds me of? Reminds you of the Misa. The story there was a Yid who came to a, the, there was like a large fair in Marinbad. Is that what the name of the uh, town in Europe? It used to be a large fair there. There was a Yid who found a, a, um, a wallet uh, with a large amount of money. And he put, he, he announced, he, don't, he wasn't Mechiv to announce the find. Because it was mostly non-Jews, he announced the find. The non-Jewish owner of the wallet came and um, said it's his. Okay, so he come, and he now takes the yid to court. He claims that the yid returned the wallet with half of the money that he originally lost. So let's put it in American terms: a Jew finds a wallet with ten thousand dollars in there. He's being honest. He puts up a sign. He wants to return it. A non-Jew comes and he says, it's, he shows that it says, well, whatever. And he says there was $20,000 and he takes the Yid to court for stealing $10,000 from his wallet. This Yid is now being taken to court. He doesn't know what to do. He goes running to the rough. And he says, I'm being sued for stealing. I'm being sued for stealing. He tells him the Misa. Tells him the Misa. Ultimately, there's a lot of details. Misa Shoya is a true story. The, the Rav goes to court with him on the, on the set date. He sits with him in the docket. And when it came time for the defense, the Rav speaks to the judge. And he gives a whole background on this and that and exactly what happened. And he says, I know this Jew for years. I know how honest he is. 
And if, you're tell, if the prosecution is so correct that there, without, without doubt there was $20,000 in his wallet, then, without, then the only thing I, could, I would consider is it's not his wallet. Must be. If there was $20,000 there, it's not his wallet. Judge went back and forth, and ultimately he paskin the guy. He has to give the $10,000 back to the id. He must have been a mistake. Must have been a mistake. He says, the guy, he says to the guy, you must be honest. I, I, I believe you. Your wallet had $20,000. Well, vice dice, it's not your wallet. Vice dice. <laughs> you got back the wallet. But then done. So what happens over here is you have these, you have these uh, Adam coming in. They say to the Nazir, one guy says, you're, you're a Nazir for 30 days, two times over. Another guy says, you're for five times over. So what do you have? You have Trey Utrey, two witnesses. We don't know who to believe. You know what the halach is? He's denying his Naziris. You say, okay, you're not a Nazir. The two, the, the two uh, uh, sets of Naziris are not, are not falling in lockstep. Now keep in mind, when, in the Meseches Makos, there's a type of Naziris called Adam Zaymimen, not to be confused with what we're doing right now with the Chavra on Zoom that are here, uh, here joining us, but uh, they say when the Israeli courts opened after COVID, they had Edim Zumimen. Yeah, the witnesses would come on Zoom. What, what, what's an Edim Zumimen? What, what is it? What, 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 what is? What is that? So, if the first set of witnesses testifies something, and the second set of witnesses doesn't only contradict them, but they say as follows: You cannot testify because you were with us in Florida. So you have two Yidin who say a murder happened on Monday in California. And two other witnesses say, at, one second, you can't testify that at noon in California there was a murder because you were with us at noon in Miami. It's impossible for you to have even given a testimony. So then we say we believe the second group over the first group because the second group's not only contradicting the first group, they're uprooting the whole ability for the first group to testify. But okay, that's a Torah and Makis. In general, though, if you have, testimony, if you have two groups of, of uh, Adim that come in, and Bezdin has not yet Paskin, so two groups walk into Bezdin, one group, two witnesses walk in, and Bezdin hears their testimony, and they say, okay, we're going to take this into account. And then a little bit later, they don't give a ruling. Two other witnesses come and completely contradict. Allah is tre tre. You have two against two, and they're mavatal each other. They knock each other out. So that's what's happening over here. We have these two groups of witnesses. They're arguing on each other. And this guy's saying, I don't recall ever being a Nazir. Allah is, he's not going to be a Nazir. Okay. Bishamay says, no Nazir. So Bishil says, Yesh b'chlau chamesh shtayim, sheyehi Nazir shtayim, gevaldik. Says Basilo, you are a Nazir. You know why? Because the first group said you're a Nazir two times over. The second group says you're a Nazir five times over. Well, you can't get to number five before you get through the number two. So really, everybody's in agreement, says Basilo, that he's obligated for at least two terms of Naziris. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the, you're going to be obligated for two terms of Naziris because that there's no contradiction of. Everybody was in agreement. You're going to have those two terms. Okay. That is, as I the mission, that's the mission. Here we go. Says the Gemara. Our Mishnah is not following the following what if two witnesses walk into Besdin? And it's, it's not two groups of witnesses. Me and, me and Rabarin walk into Besdin. And we say, Yanko became a Nazir. And I say, Yanko became a Nazir twice. He said he's going to be a, a two consecutive Nazirs. 
And Reb Aaron, who's with me in my group, he's my second witness, he says, no, Yankul said he's going to be a five-time Nazir. So it's not you have two groups of witnesses on each other. Within the same group, one is saying that he said two, and one is saying that he said five. So listen to this. Beishama, Yemri Beishama holds Nechgu So he's not a Nazir. These two witnesses are arguing on each other. Get out of here, finito. Nothing happened. says, No. You are going to be obligated in two consecutive Naziris. You know why? Because both of us are at least agreeing that he accepted upon himself two Naziris. Amar Rav, Rav says, Hakol Everybody agrees that um, there's not going to be <coughs> a Naziris by accounting. Now, what is that? What does he mean he counted? What is this opinion? If you're going to tell me the opinion is, one guy says, no, 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 he said five, not two. The other guy says, no, 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 he said two, not five. So now they are contradicting each other. This is an outright contradiction and testimony, and they're not a group. Ella, rather, What's going to be the case where we have a conversation? One of the witnesses said that, that Yankul accepted upon himself one and two. The other guy says, no, no, he also said three, four, five. You hear this? So they're not, only the second part of the testimony is really, uh, is really, it's really only the second part of the testimony is really contradicting each other. Says the Gemara, now, why would the first aid say that he accepted upon himself one and two? We said by something more chamer, a more chamer naziris, meaning if he accepts upon himself five naziris, um, uh, we say, then obviously when he didn't say the smaller numbers, he's not going to be obligated. So again, says the Gemara, if the first guy says one and two, and the second guy says three, four, five, are they directly contradicting each other? No. You have one, one guy says one, two, and the other guy says three, four, five. Uh, again, let's read that line again. Halamali. Why would the first guy say one and two? We're going to say that maybe he should have said three, four, five. Kills If he would have said three, four, five, then. It wasn't necessary because you know at least one and two he was Makabal. Amri Bamaraba, they said in Eretz Yisrael, Ain Hakhosha Bimina. There's no such thing. We don't consider it to be a contradiction between witnesses when the witnesses are counting. Okay? So if the first guy says, the first witness says about Yankul, he says, I'm gonna keep one Naziris, two Naziris. And he stops. And the second guy says, three Naziris, four. Five Naziris, yeah? That's not going to be a contradiction. It's not going to be a contradiction because each one is just adding on to the other beautiful. Hadron Allah, Misha Omar, Hadron Allah, Misha Omar, Hadron Allah, Misha Omar. Mazdaf, everybody finished the Heiliga third parak of Meseches Nazir. And now, Bezjam, we're going to begin the fourth parak. It seems it's not limited to Naziris, but in other cases as well. Okay. Chafamad Beis. New parak. Fourth Barak, here we go, beautiful Mishnah. Listen to this case. Misha Amar Areni Nazir. Talk about peer pressure. Ready for this? A guy says, I am a Nazir. And his friend hears him, Bishamachabir, Vyamar Vaani, and me too. Me too. 
Ready? There's a third guy in the room. And you know what he says? Me too. Va'ani. So only one guy said a complete statement. And the other two guys said, Me too? Me too. Kulam nazirim. They all become nazirim. Because me too means, I'm also a nazir. Now the biggest chiddish, the most novel idea here is going to be the third guy. Because again, let's say... Ruvain says, I'm a Nazir. Shimon says, me too. Levi says, me too. Levi's me too was a response to Shimon. And all Shimon said was, me too. So we might, be, we might think, we could say to Levi, what do you mean, me too? Me too to me too? You too what? Mm-hmm. See, when Shimon said, me too to Ruvain, Ruvain had said, I'm a Nazir. So we know why Shimon's uh, also going to be in his ears. But when Levi says, me too, mm-hmm. he never heard a complete statement that he's basing himself off of. All right? But Allah is Kulam Nazir. They all become Nazirim because we know they're all going back to Ruvain's statement. Hutter Arishain, listen to this. If Ruvain removes his vow, if guy number one, Yid number one, removes his vow, Hutru Kulam Yidis. Since Shimon and Levi are only me twos, Sadir Naziris is kind of dependent on Ruvain's Naziris. They're linking their Naziris to Ruvain's. The moment Ruvain's falls off, everybody else's falls off. Hutter Achrain, let's say Levi removes his Naziris. So then Ha'achrain Mutter, only Levi removed his Naziris, Vakula Nasurin, but Ruvain and Shimon are still in play. All right, next case. Omar, Ayid says, Haredi Nazir, I'm a Nazir. Vishama Chaviroi Omar, and his friend hears him and says, my mouth is like his mouth. My hair is like his hair. That's also an expression of Naziris. Okay? So you didn't just say me too. You said my mouth and my hair. Fine. Next case. Omar, I'm sorry, Hareini Nazir. If somebody says I'm a Nazir. Vishama Ishtai. And his wife hears. And she says, oh, one second. You're not going on a diet by yourself. Va'amra, va'ani, me too. Yeah, so a yid says, I'm going to be a nazir. And his wife says, me too. Mefir eshalah, v'shalai kiyim. Ready for this? Remember, a husband, there are certain vows, a husband is, a, is allowed to remove from his wife. So a husband can now say about the wife's me too, I'm removing it, as long as it does it within the proper period, mm-hmm. and his naziris will remain in place. However, what if she says, Hareini Nazira, I'm a Nazira. Vishama Baila Va'amar Va'ani, I'm also a Nazir, in a Yachalahafir, he's not able to remove her as Naziris anymore. Okay? Why? Because he's Mechuyev to keep his Naziris, and if he removes her Naziris, his Naziris is going to fall off, so that his Naziris and her Naziris are both going to stay in play. He's not allowed to, it's Usr for him, because it's for him to remove his Naziris. Okay? Hareini Nazir Va'at. If somebody says, Hareini Nazir, I'm a Nazir, Va'at, and you. She says this to his wife. The Umra and his wife says, Amen. You know what Amen is? What's Amen? It's the root of Amuna. Amen is you put a stamp on it, you solidify it, you say, That's true. I believe in this. That's why Chazal teach us it's greater to say Amen than even make the bracha. To an extent, to say Amen, 
explain the bracha itself. Because to make a bracha itself is a statement. Amen is notarizing it. It's sealing it. It's saying we believe strongly in this. That's the chashivas. We hear about tefillah say amen in shul. When we say amen, we're, we're, is the proper word notarizing? We're sealing it. Yeah, we're putting, we're, we're saying it's here. We're saying it's, uh, you know, the, we believe in this. So he says, I'm a Nazaria and, and you. And she says, Amen. The Allah is me for a shalah, He could remove hers because by removing hers, his still going to remain in place. Harani Nizira, if she makes the statement that she says, I'm a Nizira, and, and you. Now, obviously, she's saying this as a question to him. Because she can't put Naziris on her husband. For Omar, Amen. And the husband says, yeah, I'm with you. Similar to the previous case, he's not allowed to remove it. Why not? Because if he removes her Naziris, then his Naziris falls off. And he's not allowed to do that. He's not allowed to remove his Naziris. Then he has to allow her Naziris to remain in place. Mamish incredible. Mamish, Mamish. Here we go. Zok to Gemara. Here we go. Yosef, Reish Lakish, Kahamei, the Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbi Yehuda, Reish Lakish was sitting and learning in front of Rabbi Yehuda, Nesiyah, the Yosef, and he was sitting and he said, Vuhu, this case of our Mishnah is, Shehetfisu Kulon, Besaych Kedei Dibur, when I say I'm a Nazir, and within a Kedei Dibur, okay, within this amount of time that it takes to speak, somebody says, and me, me too, then, They've accepted, they've latched on to my statement, and their Naziris is connected to mine. Says the Gemara, How long is the amount of time of Kedei Dibor that we consider it to make a statement? Answers the Gemara, The amount of time it takes to say, How you doing? Okay, how you doing? If they, and by the way, there's Allah, if you hear a bracha, you're supposed to respond Amen within a Teichadidibur. Otherwise, you're saying Amen to random things. There's too big of a space in between. You can't say Amen a year later or 10 minutes later. It's not connected. So, what's the amount of space that connects something? It's Teichadidibur. The Kama Kadei Sheila Shalom. How long does it take to say, How you doing? Kadei Sha'aymer, the amount of time it takes to say, Shalom Talmud Larav, the amount of time it takes for a student to say, Shalom Alacha Rebbe Umayr. Shalom Alacha Rebbe. Okay, so say, what is that? Three seconds. Shalom Allah Rebbe. Peace on to you, Rebbe. That is a proper greeting. Now just to pause for a minute and notice, just take for ourselves how to properly greet people. Right? Sometimes you walk by somebody, whether it's somebody we know or somebody we don't know, how do we know if it's a proper greeting? If Chazal teaches us it's a proper greeting. If you just say, and this is very common in, in uh, our American society, hey, right? You give like a little, not, hey, sup, right? Sup, hey. A proper greeting, a respectable greeting is, Shalom Alecha Rebbe. Yeah, you take at least three seconds. So, how, how are you doing? Have a good morning. These are all considered greetings. Being like, hey, is not a greeting. Okay. Omar Lay, in, in, when I was learning in the Mir Yeshiva, we had, because Kenai Nahara, is, I don't know what they're up to now, when I was there, well, 7,000 Bachram, now I'm sure it's much more, uh, and, and younger light. So there's so many people you know, but you don't know. The Mir, when, when a place is so big, it becomes so small. Since you can't know everybody, so you end up with your 100 guys, let's say, right? The guys in your shir and your dorm, your, your dira. So with something so big, you end up with your own small chavra, but there's so many people you walk by daily, 
and you recognize each other because you have the same time, you know, you're all walking to Seder. So they have what's called the mere nod. The mere nod is, I recognize you, I know you, but I have no time to talk to you. Because you, you just sit, so you just give a nod. You're like, eh. <laughs> but that's not a covetous greeting. It's not a respectable greeting. It's called the nod. The place is so big, right? That's why people have kindness in some of the bigger cities. Nobody's nice. It's not, I don't know if it's nobody's nice necessarily. You know, you go to a smaller town, that people have more time. It's true, Taka. You know, we have to work in our midas in that way. At, at the same time, when people live very, very busy lives, as I is, that's how it is. <laughs> I, guess, I guess they feel you can't really uh, stop and give every t- everybody the time properly because just, there's just so many people. A little bit down the kafschus. But still, if we were to live in a big city, right, we have to learn from this Gemara. You take, you take the time to give people proper greetings. Okay. Amar Leit, Sir Yehuda Nesiyah, responded. He said, Tov lai shavakt rachmana le tamida. Okay. He says that um, you're not giving really enough time for uh, somebody to say, and me. Okay, again, if somebody says, I'm a Nazir, and somebody else says, Shalom Alecha Rebbe, you can't say, Va'ani. You hear this? You can't say, Va'ani. Because if, let's say, a Rebbe accepts the Zerus, and the Talmud wants to follow in his Rebbe's footsteps... So he's not giving himself enough time to respond to the Ani. Tani Namiyachi, top of tomorrow's daf. Let's learn this, and then we'll hold it here for today. Tani Namiyachi, we learned in a brisa similarly. Misha Amar Hareini Nazir. If somebody says I'm a Nazir, Vishamachaveroi, and his friend hears Vishahokade Dibur, and he waits the amount of time it takes to say Shalom Alecha Rebbe, the Amar Vaani, and then he says Vaani, who also Vachaveri Mutter. The first guy has an Azir, the second guy is not. Not Rav. Mount time it takes for a Talmud to a Rav. Okay? So, if let's say you have a Rebbe who says, I'm a Nazir, and then the Talmud says, Sholem Alecha Rebbe, Vani, and I'm also a Nazir, the answer is that Talmud is not a Nazir. It's got to be within the, the halachic. Amount of time of Teichede Dibor. We'll hold it here for today. And Bezrem tomorrow, we will pick up from Lema Misayeyale. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everyone.